Hello, welcome. My name is Joe. It is a new year. I'm excited for 2019. Are you? Are you looking forward to 2019? Are you happy to see 2018 go? Are you sad to see 2018 go? Uh, for me personally, 2018 was a little bit in the middle. There were definitely things that made it uh, a year that I am glad is gone. Our family lost a very close friend. Uh, there were also things that made it a wonderful year, and I am sad to see it go. Uh, I do look forward to 2019, though, so that kind of puts me somewhere in the middle. I'm very much looking forward to 2019 and what it has to bring. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I have done with many, many clients. It has proven to be an invaluable object uh, reminder, a concrete object reminder for them as they have looked to move through things, to move beyond things, to move into change. Let's kick it off. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, so we're looking at 2019. You've been listening to this show for a while now, so you have your 2019 theme, which, by the way, we do have a question for that about that at the end of the show. Someone wrote in. We're going to answer that question. So you have your theme, you have your goals, you have your necessary behaviors, you have your system changes, you have your emotional payoffs. I want to do blank because the payoff will be blank, right? And the, and the first one is an action, that's a do. The second one, the payoff is an emotional thing. You've got all them down, and yet you feel a little overwhelmed with the things from before. You know, the things from before, those things that happened to you, those things that someone did to you, the things that you did to someone else, your regrets, your challenges, your pains. What do you do with the things that are, quote, holding you back? And this isn't just a question at New Year's. This is a question that I run into with clients all the time. You know, we'll go into the change process. We'll talk about things. We'll talk about emotional payoffs or goals. We'll pick one. What's the smallest thing that you could do that will help you to, you know, move forward? We try to do all of these things, and invariably there are things that come up that feel like they're being held back, that feel like they are insurmountable, that they can't be overcome. And clients will legitimately ask me, what do I do? Which is a fair question. And often it, it's it's more a mental roadblock than a physical one. One of the more difficult truths of life to accept is the fact that every battle we ever fight is usually started, fought, and finished in our head before we ever move to our body. And, and that becomes a challenge. So the question is, how do we convince our mind that we can move on? I want to talk to you about that today in a very easy manner uh, for you to just, when you're done listening to this podcast, you can do it. You can go and you can create a visual reminder about what's in your past, about the fact that you've given it up. It's a visual reminder. It's a kinetic reminder. And it is also an auditory reminder if you would like it to be. It's the one you know type that we don't typically cross with this intervention. But you can do it, right? Your hands will be used, so that's kinetic. Your eyes will be used, so that is visual. And then if you were to do some reading out loud, that would be auditory. 
And I want to talk about this because what happens is the idea of reminders is, is ancient. It's been around since antiquity. If you read the Old Testament, everywhere the children of Israel went, they set up stones of reminders. If you read other literature from that time, people would build things as reminders to what had happened wherever they were at. And it's important because what happens is our brain is always running. Your brain's running right now. Hopefully, a part of it's listening to what I'm doing. If you're driving, part of it's paying attention to the road. If you're doing something around your house, part of it's paying attention to what you're doing around the house. Which, by the way, if you listen to this and you promised me that you would send me a paper that you wrote for your uh, master's degree on technology, you still haven't done that. Uh, right, so now some of your, your, your mind is wandering on that. What does that mean? That seemed kind of ADD. What is this? That's really weird. Some of you are laughing. Some of you are pen right? All of that's running. Behind all of that, there are things running about what you need to get done this week, next week, what you might want to do. And there's also a voice running telling you why it can't be done. If you've ever run into a person who it doesn't matter what you say, there's always they have something negative to share with you about it. It's because they've just given in to that, that voice in their mind about negativity. They've just given in to that voice that everything has to be cautioned. Everything has to be warned. And they're just negative. If you, if you have met someone who is positive and they're just undyingly optimistic, they have shaped that voice because I do not believe that our voice is naturally optimistic. I believe there are some people that are born more optimistic than others, but by and large, even optimists have to shape their voice a little bit. If you're struggling with forgiveness, this is a great reminder for you to do. If you're struggling, something happened to you and it is holding you back. Someone assaulted you, someone raped you, someone divorced you, someone left you. Someone just compiled a lifetime of emotional or verbal abuse or you failed. Let's say you tried to start a company and it failed. You tried to date someone and it failed. You tried a marriage and it failed. Whatever it is, if you failed, if someone hurt you, this is a great tool for you. It will help you as you look to move forward into the change process. Now, we are going to need some materials for this. You're going to need paper and pen. And it has to be real paper. It can't be your phone. It can't be your iPad. It has to be real true paper and then a pen or a pencil will work. Uh, I even had a client do it in crayon one time because that was all she could find around her house. That's fine, whatever, as long as it's real paper. If it's in a notebook, you have to be able to take it out of the notebook. All right, now, so go take a few minutes, collect your supplies. Now that you have them, I want you to find some time to sit down, maybe put on headphones, listen to some music, and I want you to write out everything that you think is holding you back from doing whatever it is that you want to do in 2018, right? Well, my dad told me I was a loser. My mom told me I was a loser. My husband divorced me. My, my parents never uh, encouraged me. My, my wife nagged me. Whatever it is, Donald Trump is president. I don't care. Write it down. If someone's wronged you, I want you to write them a letter telling them that they've wronged you. You're never going to send it, so don't worry about it. All right, you're you're going to write down, here is the... The thing that you did to me, here is the abuse that you gave me, here is the wrong that you put into my life, and I want it to end. You may need to write a letter to yourself, right? Here are some things you need to leave in 2018. Here are some things you need to leave behind you. Maybe you're negative Nelly or negative Ned. Then you need to change that, right? Maybe you're Donald Downer or Debbie Downer, and you want to change those. Maybe you have... 
a an addiction to drama and you need to you need to drop that and leave it behind. Maybe you're too controlling. Maybe you're too sensitive. I've talked before on this. One of the things that you need if you are going to be happy is you need to be less sensitive. In about a week I'm going to be talking to a room full of social workers or mental health service providers about the nece- necessary uh, behaviors that are required for true happiness. And one of them is you have to leave behind this idea that your right to happiness trumps all, supersedes everything. It has to be left behind. It has to be governed. It has to be uh, moved. It has to be properly taken into context of your life. Maybe that's what you need to leave behind. Maybe you need to leave fear behind. Maybe you have lived your life based on fear. Well, what if I fail? What if this happens? What if that, right? Maybe you need to leave a relationship that died in the past. Recently, I was going through some communications between myself and a friend, a former friend, I guess, that that uh, I forgot about. And I had Facebook Messenger had kept them. I was going through them. I was reading them. And I realized, wow, this person was really unhealthy. This was, I mean, we're talking 10, 12 years ago. This person was really unhealthy. And I didn't see it back then. I see it now that I look at some of the communications we had. Right? This, maybe you have to let go of the idea that everything's forever. One of the hardest things for us to embrace in our world is that everything has a season. There is a season for almost everything, right? Certainly there's a season for, for how we, we run our vegetables, life, foods type stuff. We don't plant tomato plants, at least here in Michigan, you don't plant them in the winter because they die because it's like 25 degrees outside. There are seasons to friendships. There are seasons to jobs. There are seasons to the charitable organizations that you belong to. Life ebbs and flows. And people who struggle with that, who struggle with that idea of I'm not going to have these same friends maybe forever because somehow we... I don't know, we, 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 we mythologize that. We, we make it into something it isn't. They're going to really struggle with life. So maybe that's what you need to, to leave behind. Write that down. Maybe you're a 100% zero thinker, right? There, there's no gray. There's no, there's no struggle. It's either all this or all that. You're probably not going to really be very happy if, if that's how you approach life. You're not going to be very secure in your contentment if that's how you approach life. Whatever it is, write it down. Take some time on this. What are the reasons that you didn't achieve whatever it was you set out to do in 2018? If you were abused, write that down. Write it down. Write a letter to the person who abused you. If your parents were beyond the pale of bad parents, write that down. If you were afraid that you were going to screw up your kids by quitting your secure job and and doing, doing something entrepreneurial, write that down. If you, whatever it is, write it down. There's a theme here. Write it down. Write it down. Whatever it is. If you had too much, uh, I already said drama. So if you had too much uh, fear, I already said that, right? Because those are the big ones. Maybe what you had was too much concern about what people will think if you do something. I'm always amazed this time of year. I'm about to meet a host of people who spent 
a large portion of their holidays with people they don't like simply because they're family. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend, you know, that you should spend zero time. Maybe if they're totally toxic, you probably should spend very little time with them. But you get to choose what you do, right? So if you just spent all this time with your family because you're afraid of what they're going to think, then write that down. Literally, I will meet someone who will tell me. In fact, I did meet someone at one time, point in the past who told me all about how they, like everything their family did that was just not healthy for, for their family. Uh, these things that they did, their daughter had a peanut allergy and the family would just create a whole bunch of peanut snacks. They would do things uh, that literally could kill their daughter. And I was like, well, why do you go? Well, because I want my kids to have a relationship with them. Why? Like, what, what kind of relationship is that when someone says, oh, hey, I know you have an allergy that could kill you, but oh, by the way, I don't care. That's not a healthy relationship. That needs to get written down. Maybe you have an unhealthy relationship with food. Maybe food runs you. Maybe you use food to soothe your anxieties. And by the way, if you think that's just overweight people who do that, you're wrong. There are people who look very healthy, but they're not because they're using their control of food to soothe their problems. A few years ago, I was sitting next to a therapist who was doing some research on food addictions. And he actually said to me, holy cow, my wife and her best friend, by this definition, have food addictions. Yeah, because if food controls you, right? If you use food for something other than sustenance, now, I'm not saying you have to eat food you don't like. Somebody once said that to me. Were you saying we not, we, there's food? We shouldn't eat food if we like it? No, I'm not saying that. But if you use food, whether the overindulgence of it or the lim- elimination of it to control your life, to soothe your pains, you need to let that go. Maybe money. Maybe you need to let the fear of not having enough money or your obsession with money or your obsession with more or your, your obsession with... I have to have this to be happy. Maybe all of that needs to get written down. Maybe you need to let go of the fear of your story. Next week, we're going to talk about courage and how it differs from bravery. It's a fascinating thing. Uh, I'm going to have to figure that out because I'm also speaking next week, the 9th of January. I am speaking uh, at the Forest Views Breakfast and Learn. If you are a mental health provider in the greater Grand Rapids area, and I believe that's open to interns too or, or students. So if you're a student of that and you want to go contact Forest View, uh, Matt Johnson at Forest View is the coordinator there. Their Breakfast and Learn. If you just Google Forest View Breakfast and Learn, I'm sure you'll find information about it. Uh, look into that. I'm going to be talking to them about how our obsession with our right to happiness is actually making us miserable. Because what happens is you're going to hear a click there because I just deleted something. That's funny. Uh, What happens is we have this obsession with our right to happiness and we don't manage it and we end up unhappy. I know this is something I've been drilling on in many episodes, but it might be something that you need to let go as you move into 2019. Maybe you need to let anger go. Maybe you need to forgive someone. Write it all down. 
This is what you did to me. Here's the anger that I held and the things that I thought about for you. I'm not saying you have to reconcile with them. I'm saying maybe that's something you let until until it is gone. Right? You write it down and you just say, here's everything that you did. You don't have to reconcile with them. If they're still dangerous, stay away from them. But you, you, you write it all down and you wait until there's nothing left to write. So write it down. This is going to take a few days. Write it down. When you think you're done, go put it down, walk away. You'll come back to it and put more in. Write it all down. And then when you're done with all of that, I want you to take a different pen. If you have it, I'd really like it to be a red marker. If you don't have it, that's fine. But if you have a red something, right across the top of your paper, left behind. Not the book series. I'm kidding. That was, some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. But left behind. Or I will leave this behind. Write something along those lines. Write it right across the words. Now, if you're a very auditory learner, you might want to read all of this out. And at the very end of whatever it is you've written, whether it's one page, a quarter of a page, 25 pages, all of this I will leave behind me as I move forward. I want you to write that phrase down. All of this I will leave behind me as I move forward or so that I can move forward. You can totally make that your own statement, your own saying. Have fun with it but write it all down. If you're auditory, read it all out. Read it all out loud. Read the whole thing out loud. Say out loud, all of this I'm going to leave behind me. And then I want you to go, hopefully you have a safe place that you can do this, and I want you to burn it. I want you to burn the whole thing. Don't do it outside in an uncontrolled place, right? Do it outside in a controlled environment, right? So maybe you have one of those little fireplace pits, or maybe you have a bucket that you could fire it in. Have a fire extinguisher, some sort of water with you. You know, be smart, but burn it. If you have a fireplace, you could do it there. I would encourage you to clean the fireplace out before you do it, though, because I want you to gather the ashes. And I want you to find something, a container that you can put them in. I've had clients put them in old pill bottles. I've had clients go and buy little small mason jars. It doesn't matter. Something that you can put all the ashes in. And you can seal it so that when you are reminded in your mind about all of these things that are holding you back, when you when your brain starts to race and it tells you you can't do this because blah, 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 you can't do that because blah, 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 you can look at the reminder and say, no, 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 that's in my past. And I know this sounds hokey. I'm telling you, I have a client that recently reached out to me. I haven't seen in years who does this regularly. This is one of the ways that she purges bad events in her life. She calls it the power of burning things because it creates a visual reminder for you about what you can leave in the past. And that's really important. You have something that you can leave in the past. Too many of us try to get new results with the same old thinking patterns that we had before. And it isn't magical. It isn't, you know, these seven steps, five steps this way, three steps that way. But there is something magical about the ability to look at something and remember that it's done. It's in your past. It's gone. There's something truly powerful with that. I had a client who wanted to go back to school mid-50s, had tried to go back to school mid-30s and failed. So I had the client write all of that down. Every thought pattern that followed that, 
I, I had them write it down. So every thought pattern that they had regarding, you know, why they would fail, write it all down. Then burn it, put it in a jar. They carried that jar across the stage when they were, what do they call that, when they, when they frock you for your Ph.D.? Went and got the master's and the Ph.D. Now, that isn't, that, it's not like that little thing of ashes made a magical, you know, ability for them to cross the stage or for them to do the schoolwork. But it was a visual reminder of what they could physically do. And that's what we're looking for. A visual reminder of what we physically did, which is leave that stuff in the past. We've acknowledged it. Uh, Maybe we've had to go do some things. Maybe if you were the one who was wronged someone, you needed to go apologize to them. And now we're moving forward. A physical reminder of what we mentally and emotionally and physically did. Did, as in done, past. And now we look to the future. Now we move forward. Some of you are driving along or you're, you're cruising along, doing your work, listening to this, and you're thinking, this is nice, but it isn't for me. I've had clients come in for marriage counseling. Uh, I can think of one couple in particular, and I actually have their permission to share whatever part of the story I want, but I'm, I'm just going to share a portion of it. The wife had a prolonged affair on the husband came out one of her complaints was that he just wasn't engaged in in a way and he was kind of confused because he wasn't engaged he believed because she told him she didn't want him to be engaged and so he withdrew thinking that he was giving her the love that she wanted and that she needed the problem was of course that he wasn't actually fostering a healthy relationship. She wasn't fostering a healthy relationship. So as part of the process, he and I would meet individually. And I started to talk to him about his family. And he was operating off of the idea that he had to earn everyone's love. He had to learn everybody in his life. He had to earn their love. So everybody knew him as a great guy. Rarely did he make anyone mad. Really, Rarely did he cause anyone to be disturbed but not for healthy reasons, for unhealthy reasons. And it all started with his family of origin, his parents and a sibling. And so sort of write it all out, write out. If you were to be able to talk in this, his family of origin, uh, except his sibling was still alive, but the parents had passed, write it all out, write out a letter to your parents about how they taught you that love is conditional. Write a letter to your sibling about how he taught you life is conditional, write it all out and then burn it. Now, They still had a long time in front of them, but that was a transitional moment in that client's life. And it could be for you too. I hope that it is. All right, let's transition here. I do have a question. Kyle from Grand Rapids writes, Dear Joe, appreciate the show. Uh, I've been binge listening since a friend introduced me to it just a little over two weeks ago. That's awesome. Thank you very much. And thank you to the friend as well. Okay, so he didn't write that part. Here's my question. I would listen to the episode on themes for the year, and I am looking to set my theme for 2019. I think I'm going to go with making myself more hireable. Okay. Uh, What do you think of that as a theme? Thanks a lot, Kyle from Grand Rapids. Okay, Kyle, so actually what I think you have there is a goal, not a theme. You have a goal to make yourself more hireable, which is great. Um... You don't really explain uh, no don't really explain why you're, you're looking for a job but whatever 
what you want is for a theme, what you want to look at is what's going to develop you to help you achieve that goal. So maybe your theme is self-development. Maybe your theme is uh, fearless because you're not sending out resumes or applying for jobs because you're afraid. Maybe your theme is follow-up because you don't follow up with the things that you send out. I would be careful setting a whole theme around just the career of your, of your life, right? So a theme tends to be more encompassing. I will say often the things that people struggle with professionally, we tend to think that things people struggle with professionally they don't struggle with at home or vice versa, and that usually isn't true. There are, there are some exceptions to that. So what you want to look for here, Kyle, is a theme that will help make you more hireable, that will develop you as a person. If 2019 comes and goes and you're not hired for this new position that you're looking for, will you be a different person? And if so, what will that look like? Will you intentionally shape it or will it be dumb luck? So hopefully that answers your question. I appreciate the feedback. I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thanks so much for listening. And, uh, Keep listening. If you have more questions, if I didn't answer your question, Kyle, please feel free to send me another one uh, or a follow-up, and we will try to make it right next week. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. Give us a rating on the iTunes store. And if you have a question for a future show, feel free to send us an email at info at joemartino.com. You can also go to joemartino.com and click on the Contact Me page. Until next time, remember, change possible.